0: Hey yeah, South Africa, welcome to Farmers Inside Track Weekend. As you know, I'm your host, Dornumdu, Numdu, the editor for audience and engagement at Food for Mzanzi. Now this week, we focus on why soil health is vital for new farmers in Mzanzi. According to a study by Professor of Systems Ecology at Witt University, Robert J. Scholes, Limpopo soil might be among the most degraded in South Africa, particularly in communal areas. To unpack this, we chat to Dr. Kori Swanepoel, soil scientist at the Agricultural Research Council, about why soil management is crucial for both the general community and farmers in the country. Dr. Swanepoel, in essence, what does soil degradation mean in layman's terms, especially in the farming context?
1: Well, soil degradation is anything that causes a loss in soil quality. And those can be many different things with many drivers or different reasons. You get physical degradation, chemical, biological degradation, and these are all stemming from different reasons or causes. Most of these are, especially in the farming communities, will be due to poor management. If you have, for example, a lot of biomass burning, you are removing the biomass, especially really hot fires. That can cause uh, damage to the soil biota and the organisms living in the soil and damage some of the seeds. You can have chemical degradation, especially when you irrigate with poor quality of water. And then you can have, depending on the soil type, the infiltration of the soil or the climate where you are, you can either have soil salinization, where the pH of the soil is increased due to salts that's building up in the soil profile, or you can have acidification. Where the soil is getting more acid and acid, and that can release a lot of toxins that can cause a lot of different things, also reducing the nutrient availability in the soil. So it depends on what type of management, what is the climate, what is the type of soil that you're farming with. But usually you get a lot of different types of mismanagement. This can then lead to the reduction of the quality of the soil that we call soil degradation. And all of this is negative for crop production, and also for the soil to support natural vegetation as well.
0: Could you list examples of
1: degradation and how it can be avoided? There's different types of degradation and a lot of different reasons that causes it. But in my opinion, I think one of the basic things, if you really drill down to it, one of the most important drivers that you as a farmer or a landowner can have an influence on is the soil organic matter. Soil organic matter is something that really is one of the main drivers in terms of soil quality. It improves soil physical properties. It helps with nutrient cycling in the soil. It's basically the beginning of the whole soil ecosystem that the organisms can feed off of. There's so many things about soil organic matter. And that's also unfortunately something that is lost really easily. The moment you start cultivating the soil, for example this is something that can be lost and with the loss of soil organic matter you then have a lot of soil degradation the soil is more prone to erosion more prone to uh, there's less nutrients in the soil if you want to improve the soil quality and you want to avoid soil degradation you have to focus on the soil organic matter and how to contain it how to preserve it how to build it up in your soil this is going to really fix a lot of the issues around soil and that will really combat soil
0: degradation. Now, in my introductory comments, I mentioned a study by WIT Systems Ecology Professor Robert J. Scholes. He highlights that Limpopo Province's soil might be among the most degraded in South Africa, particularly in communal areas. Why is this the case and what is the
1: turnaround for communal farmers who live off the land? Well, I think Limpopo is one of those really interesting provinces, especially in terms of climate. We have a climate that goes from subtropical to semi desert, all within just a matter of a few hundred kilometers in Limpopo. So it's hard to kind of cluster the whole of Limpopo together because it's so diverse. But I think one of the challenges in Limpopo is that, especially in the drier communities, in the drier areas with a low rainfall, you typically have a lower carrying capacity natural field, and that is also because the soil is poorer due to the low rainfall. There's fewer plants, the biomass is lower, and that also produces less organic matter. And that is kind of the thing that kickstarts um, rich, fertile, healthy soils. So because we don't have that in in large parts of Limpopo, I think the carrying capacity is really, really low, and especially in communal areas where animals are grazing. On communal land, the pressure of that animals in high populated areas is just so much more amplified. So we very quickly get to a limit where the soil is then extra degraded, vegetation is removed, the vegetation structure is changing because of this overgrazing, and that's all having negative effects on the plant communities, on the soil, and that really is all bad news in terms of soil degradation.
0: Could you explain how soil degradation
1: is monitored and what role can farmers play to prevent this? Monitoring soil degradation is difficult to discuss because there's so many different ways that soil can degrade and there's so many different drivers and reasons why it happens. And you have to target each one specifically if you want to measure it. For example, if you want to measure nutrient mining or nutrient losses from soil, you will have to take a soil sample over time in the same place and measure the the nutrient content and the chemical. You have to do a chemical analysis of that soil. That's time consuming and very specific and only targets a very small area of land. You can also do the same with soil erosion. For example, you can measure the physical difference in soil depth over time, or you can look at the sediment that is washed away in a specific area in a stream or a river. And you can use that as a proxy to calculate how much soil you've lost. But then people also employ different technologies. Remote sensing is something that people use more and more that if you can cover a bigger area. And if you have something that is correlated with soil degradation, for example, bush encroachment, that's something that you can pick up on a satellite image or remote sensing applications.
0: And then finally, are there any
1: practical examples you can share for farmers when it comes to soil management? In terms of soil management, one of the most effective things that we can look at and that we are able to do is conserve organic material or build up our organic material in the soil because this is really the driver between soil health and soil quality. And if we can look after that, we can really fix a lot of problems before they even start. So one of the ways that we can do that is practice conservation agriculture, where we specifically aim to reduce tillage, use zero tillage or reduce tillage, to try and conserve the organic matter that's in the soil already. We try to promote crop rotation, to add extra crops, especially crops, leguminous crops that can add nitrogen to the, to the rotation as well. But, like I say, we've done a study recently where we saw that up to 50% of organic carbon has been lost in cultivated soils. That some of the farms that practice reduced tillage did not show that big a loss. Also, areas that practice crop rotation or intercropping, and definitely people that added mulch, those farms did not show such a big loss. Interestingly, farms who included pasture in their rotation actually showed net positive so they were building up carbon in the soil so that's a very effective way that we know that can increase carbon in the soil it's not possible for everyone to do that but if you can and you can start incorporating livestock and pastures in your rotation mix That has shown to really have a very positive spin-off on the soil quality and the soil carbon that you sequester into the soil and just soil health overall. It's a very effective way to combat soil degradation.
0: Dr. Swanapool, this is a pretty extensive topic and we can probably unpack it over a short series, but I'd like to thank you for sharing some insights for us to think about. That was, of course, Dr. Kori Swanapool, soil scientist at the Agricultural Research Council. Now that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Remember, if you love this podcast, please rate it and share it with your friends, family members, and fellow farmers. From me, Don Numdu, Megan van der our producer, and the rest of the Food for Mzanzi team, have a great weekend. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.